0: The Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast guys. As always, I'm your host Nick Zamet, here mixing things up a little bit tonight, <laughs> doing a little Friday night uh, little Friday night delight, bringing the energy and enthusiasm Mr. Lee Hancock. So Lee here. And Mr. Roe Hancock. Jeez, it's a late one, isn't it? Fellas, she's this about is... quarter to ten here. Just due to other certain other commitments that are going on, we've decided to uh, change our tune. We've just had a nice dinner, full bellies. Yep. Um, I'll say. Celebrating your your other brother, yes. uh, Tom's shout birthday. Out, so Tom. big shout out to Tom for the, the big 30-0. 30 3 0 should man. I say. Not oh, 300, Nick, Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We are fit and firing tonight. Guys, we are stoked to be back after last week's hiatus. We are feeling refreshed reinvigorated and looking forward to tackling the last few weeks before playoff basketball finally starts. Yep. Lads, how is it? You can feel it. It's just around the corner, isn't it? Well, the contenders have separated themselves from the pretenders. In saying
1: that, there's such a big logjam in some of these, um, particularly in the Eastern Conference. Goodness me. yeah. Any which team could finish, you know, some of the seventh to sixth place teams could finish, you know, How fun is it though? Yeah, oh, it's so, great. Fun. so unpredictable, but no, loving it. Ladies, loving no, it.
2: Nothing set in stone this year, and I'm talking about with the East, with the West, with all the awards. No, no defensive player of the year. No, we don't know who's going to be MVP for sure. So there's a Joker. lot. <laughs> will see, but there's a lot in the air, which I'm excited for. Builds anticipation.
0: It certainly mm. does, guys. So speaking of that, we are you know over the coming weeks and probably the next month or two, a lot of the focus is going to be on these playoffs teams. Mm-hmm. That being said, today we're going to rip through some odds and ends. We'll discuss the week that was later on in the show, but today we're going to kind of almost focus on a little bit more about the teams that aren't contending. Yes, the teams down the bottom of the conference. We're each going to kind of put forth a way in which we think, like one move or one, you know, it can be within uh, a trade, coaching, front office, you know, Anything. whatever the case may be. One way that they can improve and get themselves to the next level. So we're looking forward to speaking about that very shortly. Before we do though guys a big shout out to the Spotlight Sports Network and mm-hmm. Liam McGrath at the cover just quickly for the Spotlight Sports Network incredible platform for up and coming sporting podcast creators yep. and you know sporting enthusiasts to mm-hmm. kind of share their passion for yep. it, whether it's the NHL the NBA the MLB a really a one stop shop for everything sporting podcasts and just shout out to Liam McGrath I jumped on his his podcast last night give me Liam Mm. Had an absolute blast. Oh, yeah, what are we? Friday. It is Friday. I keep thinking it's Saturday with our normal podcast. But (laughs) jumped on with him last night to talk everything NBA and a bit of NBL there. Had an absolute blast. We're going to get him on our show in probably the next couple of weeks or so. Tease something up there. So looking forward to that. Big shout out, mate. Appreciate everything you're doing there. Once again with the cover, another Australian-based platform for up-and-coming sporting podcasts, writers, enthusiasts to really express themselves and and get themselves to the next level. So we appreciate everything those two are doing. Now, Nick, yeah, you've mate. had you have had more features than
1: DJ colored right over the right last on. few weeks. Goodness me. He's been on Well, you've been on two other pods, I've, but <laughs>
0: been
2: on a couple geez. here, but I tell you I've what. I've seen you what,
1: your face you, everywhere and I'm sick
2: of it. Are you you sick of it now, mate. No, this guy I like networks.
0: It. I tell you what, the bags under the eyes are starting to show it's um Flew in on the red eye last night. So yeah. I'm a bit dusty today. No, but hard that, work pays off. I'll have to no, say it's it. good. It's good. Also, for ourselves, a little bit of self promotion here, guys. Because we have been away for a week. Just want to reiterate a big thank you for all the continued support. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our socials are booming at the minute. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Follow us on there, subscribe, like, comment, do all that great stuff. Yep. We certainly appreciate it. We do. Um, you know, onwards and upwards for the boys here. Yep. So good stuff. Let's go. Odds and ends, guys. Oh, yeah. Get now. into it. Here's a question I'm going to post you. We had a couple of big returns during the week. Mm. Draymond Green and Brooke Lopez. Huge. I want you guys to answer, which one do you think is the bigger inclusion? Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Uh,
2: I mate, we asked the so hard-hitting question to you. Not only want going first? I think it's Draymond Green, without oh, a gosh. doubt. I think he. A doubt. Uh, yeah. We've talked about it. What, we had that discussion at, at our last podcast, Dennis Rodman or Draymond Green, more impactful. And if we're saying... And I and think if, Draymond if, got their nod. No, and if we're saying Draymond Green or who, Lopez, yeah. I'm going with Draymond Green. No, we, I,
1: we clearly know how important they are. But my thing that makes it quite difficult is the fact that, and I think, Nick, you mentioned this the other week, is do the Bucks make it? to the finals without Brooke Lopez holding that center position. I don't think so. Because that he's so important. You think um, so, Lee? Oh, Bobby a,
2: been, Bobby's been insane in, in that way. He is me. insane. That's why.
1: Crazy eyes. <laughs> he is insane, mate. Bulging out.
2: Um, so yeah, you think they make one. it? I think they make it. Because uh, with the inclusion of Serge, like they've got yep. someone else coming off the bench. And and Bobby Portis, but despite his crazy eyes, has been going crazy. He has been. Um, sure. He fit he it. He fit in there well um, this season. So I love Lopez, but I think they make it without. Draymond gets the nod, Roy. Um
0: I
1: will go with Draymond, but okay. I think Brooke Lopez's importance just goes un-
0: unnoticed. I think so as well. And I think it really kind of enables Giannis to just be the ultimate dominant force mm. on offense. Like we know what an incredible talent he is on the defensive end, mm. but just having someone, another big guy to lock up these bigger bodies you know, fair play to Bobby Porter, Sergio Barker. quality players in their own right, but Brooks just a different and, level. And I
1: mean, in that and regard, like, just imagine you coming up if you're the Bucks, you're coming up against Joel Embiid in in the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. I'm sorry, crazy guys, you're not going to be able to stand
0: the. He's, in for, a, he's in for a bad time, I think. But both yeah. massive inclusions and for the Warriors, so a little bit of news here on the Warriors: two points. Mm-hmm. James Wiseman expected to return on Monday against the Spurs. Exciting. Uh, you know, a big inclusion there and a guy who was the number one pick. So, you know, we've kind of got to give him his, his credit. Um, still, you know, a lot of time for him to iron things out. I know he's kind of been almost got a little bit of slander as of late, saying it was probably should have been LaMelo, the number one pick. Neither here nor there. He, he returns. But with that. Was James Wise was number one. No. I thought he number two. No, not number he one. Was two. No, it was Anthony Edwards. Sorry. sorry <laughs> oh, that's my bad. Sorry. I was oh, like, what
2: oh, alternate reality were you? Yeah. yeah, no. It's, I was replaying really it in my head. I was saying, oh,
1: maybe I'm, maybe I'm not as. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you're too late. No, no, no that's, okay. Three. that's okay. That's yeah. okay. We all make mistakes. You've been on. It is of a late night. this week. It
0: is a late. Yes. Come We are grasping at straws here. Wake up. But yeah, no, oh, it's big there. So a big inclusion, but even probably bigger news coming out of the last day or two. Steph Curry. So the Warriors played the Celtics the other day. The Celtics are on on a tear at the moment. Aren't they? Um, Getting over the top of the Warriors there. But the big news to come out of this one was the injury to Steph Curry. Um, It's looking like, well, it's a left foot sprain at this stage. Expected back for the start of the playoffs there. Um, Mm -hmm. But it it, it is a big blow. He is going to be reevaluated, But you never like to see this um, just to play how it happened. And especially for the Warriors. For all we've said about Draymond Green being the heart and soul of that team, and kind of almost a barometer for their success. Like Steph Curry is the guy. He puts this team on his shoulders, and without him, you know, it's a completely different team, Mm. do
2: you think, Like, Oh, definitely. It is a different team, and Draymond Green does make everyone around him better, including Steph Curry. And if Steph Curry's not there, um, you know, it's a different team. There you
1: go. I was just about to mention that well, they've been without Draymond for the majority of the year and they're still sitting. Are they sitting in second or third at the moment? Uh, third at the moment. At Chris Grizz have jumped them. And we've seen in previous years when Steph's been injured, they haven't even made the playoffs. So yes. it, you just can't, you can't uh, overstate how important Steph is and it's such an obvious statement. But goodness me, it's not ideal timing for them.
0: It's not ideal timing. So one player leaves for the Warriors. Another player mm. looks set to make his return very soon for the Nuggets. After what has been an incredible just, you know, well, let's say a horrific, a mm. horrific fall from grace, mm. Jamal Murray, only played four games in the last two years. He's set, well, he's been reassigned to the Denver Nuggets G League mm. affiliate team, the, the, what is it, the Grand Rapid Gold. Um, so right. he's, he's getting some reps in before his NBA return, but this is a massive inclusion for them. MPJ also set to return soon. Um, so, you know, but the Nuggets are currently sitting sixth at the minute. But you get back Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., look out. Oh. Like that is, you know, it's incredible. And we've spoken about what Jokic has done. You know, check out our last episode if you haven't, guys. We kind of had a bit of a debate segment. And a big topic was that MVP race between Embiid mm. and Jokic. Yep. Mm. Um, but if if Jokic can get back his two best running mates, then look out. The Nuggets are going to be a tough, tough out. Oh, absolutely. Like even with Jokic, they're, they're a Admirable team, but in your opinion,
1: do you think with these two on their way back, do you reckon it they're true contenders? Do you think they're at least Western Conference contenders or are capable like of a, it?
2: Are they on minutes um, restrictions? I guess they, the, will, I did, be they will be. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think obviously Jamal Murray is the biggest inclusion out of this. I, yep. you know, this for me, I've kind of lost hope in MP Jab. You've I, given up. <laughs> I almost have. I'm just sick of hearing about how high his potential has been. He hasn't reached it at all so far. But with Jamal Murray coming back in, do you think that's because he hasn't been on the court though as well? No, because even when he was on the court, he was. I remember it was almost <laughs> like a fantasy bust whoever got him in fantasy. Yeah. But because um, he's he was he was being touted as like the like the
0: league's hottest hottest yeah. star, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and he's opposite. Like I still think there's incredible potential there, but you know. There we P- go. Potential. talking about his bloody agenda. <laughs> sick you, of it, you You got me there. Um another guy who we've not seen a lot of um TJ Warren. Mm-hmm. So I, I I got my players I got my plays mixed up there. It's TJ Warren, you oh, it is a late night pod. TJ Warren, two years four games. So it's TJ Warren. I was going to
2: say that Jamal Murray sparked me. Jamal yeah, Murray. Yeah, yeah. like yeah.
0: No, that's that's I'm, anyway, I'm that's on fire good. tonight. TJ Warren uh after consecutive foot foot stress fractures. Yep. Um, he's set to, you know, he, he's been clicked, but he's gonna sit out the remaining fourteen games for the Pacers, mm. get himself set in the offseason and hopefully bounce back bigger and better than ever next season. Mm. Um again, another player who, you know, just just seeing what he was doing prior to his injuries, he was really mm. in a rich vein of form. Couldn't have happened at a worse time for him, but we certainly hope <laughs> for him yeah, and the pacers' sake. Um, we'll speak about the pacers very shortly, but hope for his and the franchise's
2: sake that he Comes back fit and firing. I like TJ, but what come on? What do you expect from him when he comes back? I think his his return is overhyped, in my opinion. Yeah. No, he's been out a while, but and I, I think recency bias of what we last saw from him in the bubble, those like back to back fifty point games are playing too prominently in our heads. Recency he
0: bias would have Sadiq Bay as the league's MVP <laughs> oh my based my on his little fifty point number he dropped today, drop. would it? Oh, it would, but
2: but I. I like TJ, but I'm not expecting a hell of a lot out of him when he comes back.
0: Does he have a home at Indiana?
1: Because ever since, particularly since he's got injured, he's been Mm -hmm. a guy who, even though he hasn't been out in the court, he's sort of been in rumours of being traded, Mm -hmm. um, along with Sabonis, who ended up going. I don't envisage TJ Warren as a pacer long-term,
0: and I think he could be on the way out. That point you made long-term, I think, is the key part. I Mm. see a world in which they... Look to keep him short term and just kind of reestablish his trade value. Yep. I don't see him a part of their their future plans long term, as no. you just alluded to, Ro. But I reckon if they can kind of reestablish a little bit of value in him, and that's a trade chip that you know teams would be after. Probably yep. not to the value that he was prior to his injury. You know, that's expected, mm. but still a piece that you could get a little bit for there. Yep. Guys, okay. I've got a bit of trivia for you. We're well, okay. not trivia, I'm gonna see what you guys think. Mate, it's 10, 10.05. We're Mate, we are firing struggling. on old cylinders. Don't you worry about that. Here you go. So I saw something the other week. Yep. 2K. We love it. We love it. We, we love it when we win. We hate it when we lose. Yep. But a question for you. Which team do you think has the most players rated 80 or above? In 2K? Yeah. Oh. Just, just something I saw the other day that kind of shocked me. Which team do you think? 80 or above?
1: 80 or above. I feel like it's going to be a mediocre team. It's going to be a lot of... Uh, oh, that's a tough
2: one, Nick. Any oh, guesses, yeah. Above, Um, oh, you need to think of benches. <laughs> oh, that's uh, uh, the Nets.
0: Okay, that's your answer, Lee. What have you got? Uh I'll I'm, I'm go with the Bucks. I'm so glad you said it the way you did, Rose. A mediocre team because oh, yeah. surprise, surprise, it is the Charlotte Hornets. Nah. Yeah, they have six yeah. players, uh, five in tier true. two with five players the Bulls, Cavs, <laughs> Grizzlies, Heat, and Raptors. But just a little fun one there. I saw that and was quite surprised at it. It's probably not a team you think of as, you know, being that great on two K. But nevertheless, they're a team we don't play with often. But maybe we should more often. Yeah, guys, yeah. A, a couple of NBL odds and odds and hints. Um, last couple of weeks. So since we last spoke. Went to Launceston to see the Jack Jumpers play. Yep. Courtside court tickets to that one. Got, you got his Bjorki. head on telly. Good, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. The whole finger point there was running hot. <laughs> you um, knew where the cameras were, didn't you? Nick? Always know. Oh, mate. Always know where the cameras are. Um, went the other day to see the Jack Jumpers down here in Hobart. Yep. Beat the Illawarra Hawks 81 to 77. Um, riding the three game win streak at the moment, the team. Mm. We are coming into the last month or so of the regular season. The Jack Jumpers, in their inaugural season, they go right in and around the mix. They're currently sixth. They've got a big game tomorrow, once again playing the Illawarra Hawks up in Launceston. A massive game in terms of the finals conversation. At the moment, it looks like Melbourne United, the Perth Wildcats, mm. they're locked. You've got yep. two positions remaining between the Sydney Kings, who are not quite a lock, but they're probably mm. the favourite for the third spot. Then you've got the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, Illawarra Hawks, and the Jack Jumpers fighting it out. So a big, 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 big next couple of weeks coming up. We've had the wood over Illawarra this year. We have. We so still really have. that's a winnable game. I did see news possibly uh, that I think Josh Majette, our, yes. our star, won't be playing. Oh, you uh, so kidding. That's a big blow. Why Don't, why I I didn't see for what reason. Oh. I didn't see for what reason. but I, a good I'm, reason. I'm hoping it's a dirty, dark rumour that's not true. Oh, um, that's but, rough. you know, it's just phenomenal stuff. And it kind of bodes well at the minute for us. The Phoenix are on a bit of a slide at the minute. And they will be without uh, their star shooter, Ryan Brockoff for the next four weeks. So yep. it does open the door a little bit there. The Phoenix sliding. We can get a win over Illawarra tomorrow. Mm. They've got a tough run home. We could well be making a finals appearance in our first season. So watch this space. Big oh. things coming. Just one Change. more point. In the week, we just mentioned it off aero. OT game. The New Zealand Breakers really, really took it up to the Perth Wildcats there in mm. a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. The Wildcats ended up getting up in this one, 104 to 102. There was, about, there was a couple of seconds to go. The breakers were up, and we thought, oh, yeah. okay, this could be over. This is, over. This is an Cotton upset. Saunters saunters down, down to the court, pulls up from three, gets the end one to ice the game, and it just really illustrates, like, this guy is all-time. He's, I think he's only played about 180-odd games in the NBL. Yep. Yet he's been regarded as one of the league's great, greatest import of all time and one of the league's greatest players of all time. It was dirty
1: because not only did he have the game winner, but he had the end one on top of it. Just. It's a freak. Absolute freak. Probably the best player to ever
0: come down and play in the NBL. Without Agree? a doubt. Yep. Without a doubt. And it was wicked to see him a couple of weeks ago play just to see how crafty he is. Yep. And. I tell you what, we keep saying that this duo of him and Vic Law, our boy Vic Lawley, mm-hmm. who yes. we love dearly. Friend of the show. Friend yep. of the big friend of the show. Awesome interview we had with him. Yes, check it but out. he is on fire as well. Oh, Like these guys together, they, they've, they've dubbed themselves Vice and they are just, they are like a Vice grip on these teams. Is that it's, where it comes from, is it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think but, it's, but, no, it's just a, a um, you know, Vic, V-I, yes. uh, Bryce, a-A-M, Makes sense. Once. Makes sense. I didn't even think about <laughs> there it. it. Didn't go, even cross mate. my mind. That's all right. We we lift each other up here on the show. Yeah, so babe, but- no, it's it's awesome. We're looking forward to seeing what happens there, guys. Big things coming in the NBL. We're absolutely buzzing. Mm. Jack Jumpers finals bound. Let's go. Oh, we're close, guys. Let's move ahead. Daily dribble. Okay, guys. Mm. Our favorite part of the segment. We got some bills to pay. Let's do it now. It's been two weeks since we last recorded. Is it? you know, it feels like a lifetime. Has. What has changed though, you might not be able to see with the headphones on. Mm-hmm. Had a bit of a bit of a trim on top, I've had a bit of a uh, a yeah. bit of a haircut there. Also
2: got rid of the beard. It's starting to come back now. No, let me ask. you didn't use the Lawnmower two on the the, 4.0, oh, the four point mate. 4.0. point on the <laughs> beard did you no 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 no, oh, no. i thought you were going from a different yeah. angle go no ahead, no no that's ahead, only so. for my
0: balls but it's not multi-purpose but, well it could be, well, it it could be. but what i did notice and what mm. i found you know it's such a refreshing thing when you have a haircut it's like when you put on a tie or a suit it's so empowering mm. but how good it feels when you're feeling fresh yes you know, i had the haircut on top was looking good so i thought right upstairs looks good <laughs> downstairs needs to match absolutely that's where our friends at manscape come in the lawnmower yep. 4.0 was able to have me looking it's good downstairs as up felt like a new man smelt like a new man as oh, well which is cool. key with some of the products they've got the crop pre- preserver there mm-hmm. the baldy odor and it is cool. next level stuff guys you can join us though now mm-hmm. we due to probably certain regulations we can't show you the results of our bowls. no um more than happy uh, no, I'll, no I'll, I'll, leave that there. I'll leave that. We're there. not more than happy, but <laughs> go on. Yeah. But the results speak for themselves. Honestly, it's the fittest and freshest I've ever felt downstairs. And you can join us too mm. with our code Dribble20 at manscaped.com.au. The, li- the link right there, link in our bio, jump on Inverted. board and you <laughs> use that code, guys, because honestly, 20% off, you get 20% off and free delivery. Yes. What what more do could you, do you, want? you get a better deal than that? I don't no. think so. We say it every week, but free delivery, I tell you
1: what. <laughs> that's, it's a selli- that's a
0: massive selling point. Real quick, balls fresh?
1: Uh, always, always, but particularly, you know, of recent times yes. with a bit of help from
0: Manscaped, that's for sure. Balls smelling good? When are they nice? <laughs> oh, my goodness, me, Guys, we are three <laughs> from three here, the Daily Dribble team. We are feeling fit and fresh. As we said, use that link in our bio Dribble 20, 20% off and free delivery, and your balls can look and smell as fresh as ours do. Lovely. Thank you, Manscaped. As we fade <laughs> the background music down, there we is, love it. There it we is. Manscaped, it. I tell you what, I love it. I love it. Fantastic I can just stuff.
1: Sorry, just quickly. No, I can just imagine you feeling yourself the other day. Just oh, what, literally, or no, get your mind <laughs> out of the gut I know it's late, but I can just imagine the mirror. You've just Not had a shave, yeah. just had the old trim,
0: and then you get the manscape gear out, and you're thinking, oh. God, it can't get much better than this, can it? Can, can I be honest with you guys? Because I know yep. I think we're all kind of the same. We we hate it and we regret it when we have a shave, don't we? Because I looked like a little bitch the other day, and I, I, d- I didn't get too many positive comments about about the full shave. <laughs> you did sense. you get one? Did you no, I, one? actually, I did. Oh, oh, mumsy there. With, <laughs> just like I forgot there was a face under there. Uh, no, I love that. I love uh, the positive
2: comments. But, but um, we're I the same, are had-
0: we? Like we 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 like having a bit of growth
2: don't we if yeah. i could say it if i shaved my maws but i shave here on the regular yeah yeah I keep the maws on i thought you had the baby filter on in all honesty. it oh, was unbelievable on. oh i thought uh, you meant yeah you're yeah. a bit of a grizzly bear though aren't
0: you bro you like having a bit of scruff oh
1: mate have you seen me without a beard
2: yeah, I have. Not for about Doesn't four happen very years. often.
0: It? I, I, well, I'll tell you what, we're we're getting older and older by the day. Yeah. It's certainly um, you know, we're getting to that point where we need to almost Benjamin button it and shave just to oh. make ourselves feel a little bit better at night. Oh, I think so, but oh dear. There yeah, we go. Not good. But anyway, moving on, sorry. Moving on. The Daily dribble. Oh, we love the transitions, it's <laughs> awesome stuff. To- just for extra emphasis because it's that much fun Um, guys as we said moves to make we're going to call this segment moves to make for all the teams that are kind of faltering at the minute their eyes start to look ahead to next season we've got the bottom three teams from the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference we're each going to suggest one move they can make to help get themselves back into a respectable position start climbing the standings once again and become relevant
2: yeah I want to premise we're not saying this move is going to bring this, these teams to the finals. No. Is bringing them to God that no. next step. Right? i tell you
0: what, if you've got a good enough move, though, look oh, out. Geez. Guys, we would love to hear. Hit us up on our socials. As we keep saying, we love hearing from you guys out there. You really do make the show. Um, so engage with us, interact with us, and let us know what you think of our suggestions here. And if you have any of your own, we would love to hear them, would we not?
2: Oh, absolutely. i <laughs> love
0: a bit of input. Making sure the fellas are on their toes here. Yes. Good. Guys. Thank you. Roy, while you're on fire, mate, let's start with the Western Conference. We'll start from 13 and go through to 15. So we'll start with the Sacramento Kings. What is your move to make? Lord. Oh, Sa- that, that started <laughs> depressingly. Mate, when this was the one. The
1: Sacramento were the one when I was looking into this and having to think about it. They were the one which were frustrating me the most because we look at them and I would say over the past decade and probably more, they have been the team who have been a picture of mediocrity, <laughs> haven't haven't impressed. Now, let me just give you a stat and then I'll tell you how I think we'll, well turn stats, it around. We'll so since the 05-06 season, that was the last time, sorry, that they had finished inside the eight. Now, just bear with me. I'm, there's going to be some numbers here, but it, it's leading somewhere. So, since that year, they've finished 11th, 11th, 15th, 14th, 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 13th, 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 10, 12, 12, 9, 12, 12, sitting 13th this year. So, ninth was <laughs> the
2: highest they got. <laughs> so, who did they have in 2006? 2006.
1: I think that would have been like my. Maybe potentially. I'm not. I'm not sure. This is a real good deep reach we've got here. Deep tonight. reach. It's good. Now we're getting into it. If I'm the Kings, yes. I am committing as hard as any other team to a rebuild. Now, if that means getting rid of De'Aaron Fox, which, in all honesty, I thought they would have done that at the trade period. Been good as of late. What I say? Been he's been putting up some buckets. I haven't. I don't disagree with that as well. He's been good, but yep. is he the guy who will lead them out of the mm. darkness? I don't think so. And I think the evidence is there. Um, Here Here's a little Batman quote for you. Okay, and, and give just it a to us. Life and
0: quote, isn't it? The the night is dark darkest just before the dawn. Yep. No, their, their, dark, their, their, night, dark. Their, their night is just a forever, it's forever <laughs> dark. Like it's, you, know, you would have thought five years ago, right, It's we're at the, you know, the end of the tunnel yep. now, but it's just kept going and going. And I'll give you another quote. Good. Batman yeah. quote. You think darkness
1: is your ally. (laughs) Darren Fox is moulded by it and he's not coming out of it anytime soon.
2: I literally last night watched that Bane fight scene. That is like one of my favourite scenes of all time.
1: Great scene. Back to it. Um, So rebuild is your... Rebuild. Huge huge rebuild. Get rid of Darren Fox. Get rid of... um, Sabbath. Get rid of
2: Sab. uh,
1: him. Well, you've just got him. I reckon you get rid of Harrison Barnes. Don't don't see him as a long-term prospect for that team. Um, they we all know they should have kept Halliburton, um, but they've for some reason persisted with um some of these other guys who probably should be should have um headed off. So I think if they don't commit to a full rebuild, they will be sitting around this spot for the foreseeable future. And
0: And you can't argue with that given their track record. Look at that track record, it's
1: unbelievable. So many bad finishes. So full rebuild, um, Sacramento Kings do something.
2: Okay, Lee,
0: what have you got for me, buddy?
2: The main thing that stands out to me with the Sack Kings is their lack of defence. I, I think for a long time mm-hmm. they've, ding, been, ding, 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 they've, ding. they've been lacking mm-hmm. on defence. Like Rose said, we saw them pick up um, the Sabbath over the over the trade deadline break. As yep. mm-hmm. good of a player as he is offensively, he doesn't scream anything defensively. Yep. So mm-hmm. my main thing that could change their little roster up a bit would be to get a player that would, promote some defense, but to yep. start even before that, and this is the first step to my little process, get rid of Alvin Gentry. I don't know why you got him. He's an all right coach, but he he doesn't scream defense either. either. He's an offensive coach. So mm-hmm. get a coach in that will, you know, teach you some defense. That's where I'm that's where I'm at. Well, I won't
0: muck around mm-hmm. because mine's the exact same point. They oh. need a new coach. Alvin Gentry is not the guy. You look at their defensive statistics, like they are just – Abysmal. Yes. They very, very rarely yep. do you see them play a game in which they concede less than 110 points. Yeah. Um. And you know, for as good as Fox has been lately on the offensive end, Sabonis, you know, they're turning every game into a track meet, and they don't quite have the height, like the the caliber to get them. I guess you know into into games when yes. teams are putting up a buck ten and then more. Um. So for me, that's the big point. Gentry is not the guy. Even after Walton left, you thought, okay, it can't really get much worse on that defensive side of things. But it pretty well has. Yeah. Um, so they need to find a coach, create – I guess mine is like it's mm. one, but finding a coach and creating an identity mm. because they've mm. got nothing at the minute. Um, so they're just a team, as you said. A word we love, mediocrity. They mm. are the epitome of that. They um, they've got a lot, a lot of work to do. One move isn't going to help them, but, you know, I, I think coach, wait, d- defense – yeah. And just rebuild.
1: Just rebuild in general. And and mine mine was rebuild around the whole franchise in mm-hmm. general because you almost get the feeling that they went with Alvin Gentry because he was a name who's been We well, went the,
0: interim coach to begin with, yeah. You? And then he, he did
1: kind of got, got the got the gig. You almost feel like just giving it to a newcomer. Like it just I I I've never really had too much faith. look at some of these again. college coaches.
0: Yeah. Like, give, a give them at... a crack. Like, the, the franchise has got nothing to lose anymore, do they? So They don't. No. You're at rock bottom, the only way is
2: up. <laughs> Lee, what have you got for the Oklahoma City Thunder? What, I'll have it written down because I think pretty much right now they're on a good track. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. on a good track. In... And that's
0: probably one of the few teams we've got here yeah. who are, you know, they've got the, the things in place to yes.
2: go. In saying that, though, I have written down here that they need to find their star-studded player within the next two years out of the draft. That is, um, I think Giddy's a great role player, but he's no star. So you I, mean they need a so they need a star? Yeah. So you don't think Shea's it? He might be. I don't think he's that number one star for the OKC Thunder right now. No. Okay. So I, so, I wanted to hear what you guys thought on um, that, but. That,
0: Getting- yeah, I, I think they're in a really good position for me. My move for them to make, and that could come via the draft or a trade. Mm-hmm. I think they need to find a, a really capable center, someone mm-hmm. that can gel well with SGA and Giddy because they're like they're, they're, they're the core, they are part of it. They're mm-hmm. going to be here moving forward. Shea's you know, secured the bag, likes being that number one guy at the minute. So I don't mm-hmm. think he's going anywhere. Giddy's flourishing there. Yeah. up, yep. um, You've got options, though, with that for the centre. You can cull some draft picks because they've just got an absurd amount to get a centre, mm. put a package together. Or you can hope to strike one via via the draft. You mm. know, all the talk in this year's upcoming draft around Shet Holmgren could be a name to, uh, you know, piece together with these young stars, a bit in their timeline. Uh, but for me, I think that's the move that will kind of get them to the next step. And, and well on their way, getting a centre that is capable on both ends of
1: uh, within the draft, sorry, or is that oh, a, either a, either route? Yeah. Um,
0: I think they can go either route. Like you can use some of those picks and a yep. you know a daughter or whatever in a in a trade package. If you're you trying try strike in the draft, if you're thinking of an existing senator does
1: it, do any really spring to mind that you would go? Oh yeah, that that might be the one that they'd go after.
2: Um, I think it's just all dependent on when they're going to actually make the push because there's no point right now, I'd say, getting a formidable centre.
0: Yeah, I, I think not like a, like you don't go out and get, you know, mm. a 28, 29-year-old mm. star centre. Um, I think a really good centre at like a 23. You know, You know who would be perfect? Mm. Jared Allen. Oh, Jazz. He's young. He's not leaving. He's not leaving, but that would be perfect. In an ideal world. Um, Jeez, in, in a fantasy world, which we're all trying to live <laughs> in. But, yes. you know, I think that's that's their next step there. I like that. Um, So, the
1: Oklahoma City Thunder, they're the youngest team in the league on average at the moment. Um, Are they? Yep. Youngest team at the moment on average. Over the Grizz. Over the Grizz, yeah. There you go. That's, yep. that's a fun one. Unless a couple of their players have... Just gone uh, magically mag- <laughs> quicker than, <laughs> I don't know. Um, if I'm the Oklahoma City Thunder, I love what they're doing. I love their young core um, and I think they've got such a promising future. Um, what I would do is I would be headhunting at least one or maybe two mature seasoned yeah. heads yep. um, to add to the existing core that they've got already. Now, I'm not saying they necessarily need to start. I'm just saying add some of these guys to your lineup um because at the moment they've only got
2: yeah who's their oldest player they've got well, mike the,
1: the only guys they've got over the age of 24 are uh, derek favors mike muscala and kenrick williams who's ken now uh, who's who of names there exactly right um so the name that's popped out to me and i don't know how i think because
0: i've got a name in my head i was about to ask you say the same one as me do it i think JaVal mcgee
1: be an incredible player to have coming off the bench for the, uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. We've seen yep. um, what he's done for the Phoenix Suns. I'm not saying it's the reason that they've dominated, but he brings such a good um, culture to that team, which I think would be incredible, incredibly valuable for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, he's a three time champion, so he's bringing a winning culture, winning mentality mm-hmm. over to a mm-hmm. team which probably will struggle for a little while. Yeah, um, it's fair to say. So yep. I think bringing a guy over like Javale McGee, um, who is not going to chew much of your salary at all, but will still be a beneficial guy to have, 100%. Um, even if it's for a year or two. Um, so yeah, I I, I I like what they're doing. Really like what they're doing. But um, I think these guys are valuable.
0: Um, the guys who have the winning culture. You know the name I would have said. Yeah. yeah. Getting back there after a, mm-hmm. after his previous stint. Get him on a cheaper contract, though. Danilo Gallinari. Oh, God.
2: Gallinari.
0: Get him back into OKC. Just someone who yeah. can come off the bench. and it's just Euro flavour. Fire away.
2: Fire mm. away. I don't know how much of, like, a veteran leader he is, though. Would he I mean, be
1: bringing the hype that JaVale brings? That's what, that's well,
0: not the, not the hype, but the, <laughs> the experience, <laughs> it, just the... Yeah, uh, I know. And, and someone off the bench as well who can actually score. Um, a shooter. And, and evidently, I would say Atlanta will be looking to offload him. So, mm-hmm. you know, it could be a little reunion there in OKC. Mm. Guys, down to the fifth, fifth, blah, 15th team in the West, the Houston Rockets. This one was the easiest one I think I did. Was um, it? Yeah. Good. What yep. was it? What was it? Uh, John Wall needs to go. Ah, okay. Yeah. Mm. John Wall needs to go at this point with the young talent they have. It's more about building that. Um, and, you know, Wall. That, like that contract. When you look at the biggest and most outrageous contracts in the league, mm. you look at Tobias Harris, Russell Westbrook, and John Wall. Mm. And, and the fact that you know the other two are playing is a, a positive for them. Mm. John Wall's not. He's been wasted there, and it, it's quite a shame because he could still perform a role. So I think you need to offload him and probably Eric Gordon. Yeah, I don't while know you why can Gordon's still there. both get something for them both and probably something. Semi decent, semi valuable, and yeah. to be honest, anything would be good. Given they're doing nothing at the minute, it's kind yeah. of like the Ben Simmons situation. Like getting anything would be an upgrade. So yeah. uh, that was an easy one for me. John Wall needs to go, and I'll put yeah. Eric Gordon
2: in that as well. Mm-hmm. I'll go. Yep. I wouldn't mind seeing a bit more leadership over in Houston. Um mm, and like just it. I mean they've got a lot of big personalities over there. And I'm talking KPJ in, in particular, mm. he's a big personality. But we just need someone to keep all these boys in line. I remember yeah. I, I just found it ridiculous. It was a bit, I don't know if it was this season or last season, but kpj straight up left the arena yeah. and christian wood was refusing to sub in yeah was that this season i think it was he's like a box of chocolates that guy isn't he you never know what you're going to get christian, with him shout Chris. out Forrest. <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> i i don't think they need someone to lead them in play style like they don't need a star leader no, but I, I think they need someone to just keep the boy's head screwed on yep. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah I, no, I, I agree i agree as well i might mine sort of along the same lines um I feel like the Rockets at the moment are a tiny bit lost and they're they're suffering a bit of an identity crisis. Um, What I mean by that is I I don't think they fully know where they're going and I don't think they know how they're going to progress going forward. So what they've done is they've recruited a heap of really talented players with quite high potential. Um, So obviously Jalen Green, Christian Wood, um, Kevin Porter Jr., they're the obvious ones. Um, But... Who will be the guy who leads them going forward? Um, I it's a, it's a really hard one because my mind would say Jalen Green, yeah. um, but in saying that, like I'm the other guys are extremely valuable as well. So you just don't you just don't know. But I agree with Lee as well, um, particularly in the fact that I think they need to recruit guys who can sort of sort of like a cool, calm, mature head. Yep who can sort out some of this, some of the immaturity that is within the playing group right now. Can
0: I pose a question to mm. you just yep. off what you just said and to both of you there. Do you think the reason they're struggling, I guess with this identity crisis so much is because mm. they were right there with Harden and Chris Paul. They were mm-hmm. right in the mix. They were so, so close to the mountaintop. Yep. They didn't get there. And then they were kind of clutching at straws with Russell Westbrook, you know, everything of the kind that went on there. And they've just kind of, they fell flat of their potential. I think you're. And now are, they've, you're 100% they've been trying right. to stay in it longer than what they've been able to, and now now they're like they're right down yep. the bottom, and they're just struggling to kind of come to that reality that that's where their franchise is now. Spot on. Couldn't have summed it up better yep. myself. That's why I've, yep. I've sort of said that they're a bit
1: lost at the moment because they've lost like their guys who they thought might be the guys who mm-hmm. bring them to their next championship, and now they're sitting in no man's land. Don't know who their leader is. They've lost their leaders, so you've just got a bunch of. You know, skilled players, but immature players at the same time don't really know who's going to be taking them forward. So, there are a few things to work on for Houston. Um, but yeah, they've got some uh, they've got some solutions that they could resort to for sure.
0: Absolutely. Lee, take us away with the East, my man. The Indiana Pacers. What have you got for me? I've got.
2: A little bit of a two-parter. Mm. My first one is I think they should offload Malcolm Brogdon and get something back oh, in exchange. Man, in He's exchange, and just because like you've said, Nick, in the past, he is a very, very similar player um, to the newly acquired Halliburton. Yep. So they, you don't really need two Halliburtons. So you could, you and you could get some good pieces back for Brogdon because he is valuable. That's my number one. Number two, and it's a bit of left field, and I don't know how much it would have changed, but. I had a couple of more 10-day contracts because they're on a good um, run with that. They had Lance Stevenson who had, I think, two 10-day contracts. He signed on a semi-long-term deal now. Same with, Mm -hmm. like, I think it was um, O'Shea Brissett last year. He had a fair few 10 days. And getting plenty of time now. Now he's getting Mm -hmm. plenty of time. It just proves that that's worked for them. And that might be a coincidence, but also it might not be. So why not run it back and try a couple more?
0: Yeah, Test your luck. Yeah. 100% uh, I
2: like that Do you want to go Nick? Yeah I'll go uh, mine,
0: mine is almost kind of based on the first I guess month or two of next season mm-hmm. So I think they either I kind of I really still want to see this Although it's changed somewhat Since the bonus is left yep. But I kind of want to see this team Really have a crack Get Warren healthy yep. Get Turner back Get everyone back With who they've got Give it the first month or two mm. and really have a red-hot dip. See if there's potential there with this team. See what they've got. Iron out who they want to stay, who they don't. If it doesn't work, then that's it. Bang. Hit the big red button and blow it up. It yep. is over for Nato. Goodbye. The end. Rebuild. Rebuild around Halliburton. You know, rebuild around the couple of other young pieces they have, although mm. they don't have that many young pieces there. I mean, like, like really young.
2: I mean, what are they doing now then? Are they they rebuilding? Are they reshaping? Well, that's it that we
0: keep saying, and it's a word we love on this podcast so much and we use very frequently, (laughs) mediocrity. They have been that. And I think, again, they're a team that's kind of hung on just because they've missed Mm -hmm. so many Mm -hmm. of these stars for such a long period of time that they've kind of been in no man's land. So for me, that's mine for the Pacers. I want to see them go for it, really have a dip, dip their toes in in the first month or two. doesn't work. You can, you know... Tip your hat and say, we tried, didn't work out, and now we, we go back to the bottom and, and reset. The last dance, you reckon? That's it. Yeah. yeah the final swan song. Yeah, don't mind <laughs> it. Don't mind it.
1: Um, if I'm Indiana, um, I'm giving the keys solely to Tyrese Halliburton going forward and building my team around him. As you were mentioning earlier, Nick, I think you almost have to do that. Now, mm-hmm. I think they're sort of already in the process of doing that. Um, It's been a bit of a disruptive year for them um, with some trades to major players and obviously they've got some of their really key players still out um, as well. So um, I think next year they just have to fully commit to Tyrese Halliburton being the guy who will lead them going forward Um, because I think particularly after what happened with the Kings, I think with Tyrese you have to let him know where he stands going forward. Um, because the Kings didn't do that, and it we saw, make him feel wanted and special, wanted. don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Make him feel like he will be the face of your franchise going forward. Yeah, and that'll bring that'll sort of um, bring it what's the word sort of brings out his best performances. Um, when he knows where he stands. Yeah. Now, I mean, if that means and back to Lee's point, if that means um, trading Malcolm Brogdon, who's been a really good servant um, to the Indiana Pacers, and I still think he presents really good value, um, then so be it. Um, but, um, yeah, if I'm the Indiana Pacers, commit to Tyrese, build around him, recruit players who will complement him going forward, yeah. um, and I think they, they will sort of surge up the standings sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Uh, Roe, why don't you
0: truck along, my friend, with the Detroit Pistons?
1: Yeah, so if I'm Detroit um, over the offseason, I am heavily um, recruiting players who are likely to complement Kay Cunningham yes. um, going forward um because as good of a player as Cade Cunningham is I don't envisage him as being a guy who can turn the franchise around off his own back he's not a lebron he's not a yarna no i don't think I, th- I don't think he will be either i think he's a, he will be a really he, i think he will be an all-star but yeah, all-stars yep. don't necessarily mean that you're going to lead your team to success that's Andrew for sure wiggins was an all-star <laughs> starter this year if he had his own team we... oh dear yes um, um i i think the Pistons have the pieces or some of the pieces to surge back up the sure. standings
0: in a few years. We saw today, bloody hell, Sadiq oh. Bay dropping a 50-piece bucket. He's been an Eastern Conference Player of the Week this mm. season. He's dropped a 50-piece today. That was just, ah, what's sick. going on? Sick.
1: Yeah. I, I I think Cade and I think Sadiq Bay are their untouchables. Everyone else, I'm putting on the trade table.
0: Say the name. Now, I, Hayes,
1: I, must I, he is in my, is in who's, my who's him, trade bro. package. Um, yeah,
2: Santa
1: Cruz, <laughs> There's a, but they've got names, they've got valuable names who they could put in packages. Now, I'm thinking like Jeremy Grant, yep. Kelly Alinek, Isaiah Stewart. A I, lo- I really do like the intensity that he brings, and I do like the passion that he brings. But if trading him in a package means getting back another. Really solid piece that can complement um, Cade and Steak Bay. Yeah, um, I'm
0: I'm doing that well, now um, that you've got Bagley as well, who's kind of flourishing. He's he's yeah. not become almost made redundant, but it's taken a bit of the kind of emphasis away of what he was doing. Absolutely, yeah. it has. Yeah. Um. So yeah, look, I'm
1: I'm putting all my chips in the basket if I'm Detroit Pistons, and I'm going after someone who is likely to sort of keep. Cade at the Pistons and
0: yep. help, help complement him going forward. Yeah, mine's a similar one. So, so far this season, this was as of the other week, uh, the team had averaged and a half points um, per game, the second lowest in the league. Likewise, the second lowest three-point percentage within the league at 32.2%. Yeah. That clearly shows you that they need to find another avenue to scoring. You know, Sadiq Bey, for as good as he was today, fair play to him, runs hot and cold. like, he's not a guy averaging 20 points a game. He's having a 30-point game every now and again, followed by an eight-point game. So they need some, I guess, level of consistency. They need some really legitimate second and third string options as scorers Um, because, you know, Cade has been on a tear. He's wicked. He's really showing what made him that number one pick, Mm -hmm. but he needs help. Moving forward, so I think Jeremy Grant is certainly a trade candidate. You know, he's become... Has to be. uh you know, what we saw him do last season was phenomenal, but he's, you know, almost – it's kind of like Julius Randle kind of regressing back to the main mm. now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's a move to be made. As you said, the names you rattled read about, Kelly Olenek, Isaiah Stewart, Killian Hayes, you know, a few of these other blokes are certainly trade fodder there. Yep. Um, You know, you've got Cade now. You've got Sadiq Bay. You're probably going to get a great draft pick. That's what you're building around now. Mm. If you're a Detroit fan, stay optimistic, though, because you have found a really good player in uh, Cade Cunningham there. So oh, know, I think you kind of offload some of the deadwood and just uh, let the, the new shoots grow. <laughs> yes, I love uh, that. A little horticulture will just... Uh, oh, back it's in your veins, isn't it? Yeah. You can take the boy out of the farm, but not the farm out of the boy. <laughs> Lee, I what know, do you reckon, mate?
2: <laughs> Mine's pretty much the same. To put it short, uh, you, you're trading some of your pieces and you're building it around Cade Cunningham. And I think Detroit know this isn't going to happen overnight and I know this isn't going to happen overnight for Detroit. It's a long journey, but they've, like, already started it. You, we wanted to see someone play that centre role that's taller than six to eight in Isaiah Stewart, which they yeah. did. They brought in um, Baggles, Marvin Bagley the third um Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying he's going to be there long term and he's going to be their main center but they're trying um and they they put things into work already so yeah i'd I'd say jeremy grant obviously is the the big one you need to offload pretty soon like jeremy grant's just
1: a little bit
0: one-dimensional for mine yes like
2: i i see him as a guy who's like yeah he can probably put
1: up
0: 22 a night but what else does he do is he making those around him better uh, no, no. What no, I'm saying, I, I liked
2: so. him when he was at the. Where was he? Nuggets at the Nuggets as that like third, fourth option. I know he didn't like it. Yeah, I know no. he likes being the star, but he's he's not built for that. To be honest, I like. I was thinking I'd love to see him back at the Nuggets. <laughs> how,
0: how good would he fit him right now with That'd what they're be doing? Perfect. Yeah. Oh, would be fantastic in an alternate reality. Yeah. Who <laughs> knows? We might see him back there, guys. Our final team, our 15th seed in the Eastern Conference, the Orlando Magic. Uh, for me, you know, there's not too much to say about the Magic, so I'll keep it short and sweet on them, as you mentioned, Lee, what you were going to do mm-hmm. with the Pistons. For me, it's getting Jonathan Isaac back, um, a guy who's shown flashes, hasn't been able to stay on the court, unfortunately, due to injury, mm-hmm. but does have such great two-way ability, I think is key to getting him back. Um, but the big part is assessing what they've got in their guard rotation and finding the best combination. Oh, I've great. seen over the last week or two, Michael Foote, since his return, has looked pretty impressive, mm. has looked very impressive coming he off has. the bench, and now they've just got to work out between Suggs, Cole Anthony, and Fultz what the best duo of that is to start and how yeah. they're going to kind of wrangle the minutes and wrangle, I guess, the hierarchy there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the big thing. You know, they're in the tank. They're, you know, they're not going anywhere anytime mm-hmm. soon, but I think just for a little bit of clarity, they need to find out what the best
1: Route is put, put your Orlando Magic GM hat on for a second, Nick. Yes, if you are the GM of the Orlando Magic, what are you doing with that guard setup? Like, who are you playing at the
0: one, two, and then uh, the third obviously is coming off in a bench role? Yeah, what are sure. you doing? Sure, So, at the minute, uh, it's, it's a hard one just because we see so often the leap that first to second year players make. Yeah, like I'm certainly not dismissing Suggs again being better as of late. Mm. Um, Cole Anthony is the lock, yeah, he, he's on yeah. there, he yeah. is on there. So it's really a coin flip between Fultz and Suggs at the minute. I would be saying I think Fultz will be the guy. You reckon? I think Fultz in. will be the guy. Suggs will come off the bench. They'll kind of nurture him a little more. So let him grow and develop, you know, off the bench and kind of at you know, not as quick a pace. Mm. Um that that would be my guess. But yeah. you know, I think Cole Anthony's He's the only up.
1: lock, isn't yeah. he? I think.
0: Yeah, yep. Yep. I'm with you. What have you got? um
1: for me, mine's sort of along the same lines as OKC um, because in terms of their actually their core group of guys I'm actually quite happy with it and I'm quite mm-hmm. happy with their young group of players um, and I think they have a I think they have the potential to be formidable over the next few years um, but they do need to take a few um, steps and one of the steps is recruiting some of the, some guys um, who bring a winning culture to that franchise because, you think of these guys so far, um, Cole Anthony, Wagner, who's obviously still a rookie, um, Mo Bamba, uh, Wendell Carter Jr., yeah. um, guys who haven't experienced what it's like to play on a winning team. When you think of the Orlando Magic, oh. I I didn't do my research on this, but just thinking back on it, I reckon their last semi-decent year was when they had Dwight Howard. In well, they Orlando. made the
0: playoffs the other year where they got they – didn't they take game one off – was it the Raptors? Yeah. So there's off a they're, buzzer beater by Terrence Ross. So
1: basically their, their highest finish with their best performance, they've reached the first round a few years ago yeah. in the playoffs. And, and got them. waxed. It's just, again, mediocrity. They're, they're a team who have just been sitting around um, mediocrity for a long while now. They've sort of taken the steps to to rebuild, and now they're sort of sitting at as, below, as low as you can go. But I still think – I look at their team, I'm not sure if you've had a – proper look at their whole squad overall. Not many guys possess um, uh, sort of winning culture. Yeah. Not many guys know what it takes to win. Um, I think it's super important to have some of these guys on your team. Throw throw the bag at them for all I care um, yeah. because um, it's super important. And I don't think they're going to truly understand what it takes
0: um, to surge back up the standings without some of these guys. Can I pose just a quick idea before you go here, mm-hmm. late? Instead of a swear jar, we should sit something right here, <laughs> a dollar each time mediocrity sets. Yes, don't how would that it. be? Imagine it. would just fill, 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 fill right up tonight.
1: Yep. What would Damn. be your What would be your phrase or word that you say the most? I've got one for you, Nick. I've yeah. heard it that many times. I <laughs> reckon oh, no. the jar would be full. The amount of times that you say, "Diamonds are made under pressure," now, mate. Goodness me.
0: To end a second, I, right? I, I en- yes. said that. Four or five times at work <laughs> today to customers. Just about like I say every single day. I'm I not just, surprised. I rest. love it. I say it every day. I just I don't know. I just work it into conversation. No, I love it. Keep being ready. you. <laughs> I do say that a lot. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, Lay, like, what have you got for the magic?
2: Um, for the magic, they're kind of like the Trojans well, where they're I feel like they're in the midst of a rebuild right now. Mm. Like they're committed to it. Um, I'd say like. Paul Anthony's a lock, like we said. I think um, I'd say Mo Wagner, even though it's his first year, I'd say he's a lock as well. Um, but everyone else is on the trade table. I'd say. But my main thing with the Orlando Magic is I want them to sell high when they have the opportunity. I want them to sell their op- their players when their value is what the young highest. players, not necessarily young. Just like for example, like um, Terrence Ross. Last that's the name. Last that's year, the one. He you. They had good packages coming in for Terrence mm. Ross, but because mm. he was playing so well, they let it slide and now this year he's playing um, mediocre. Oh, <laughs> so, but but there's other names as well. Terrence Ross do You know what would have uh, been yours just then? I was what? just thinking
0: god awful. Oh god. Yeah. Awful. No, you should have said that. that. You really like that one. No, you should have said that. I was hoping you, you, you were gonna that. say it and then I was
2: oh, gonna bring it up. Do it for a laugh. But people like Terrence Ross, RJ Hampton, like Gary Harris, these are all players that They've kept because mm-hmm. they've had a couple of great games. Yeah. I'd say sell high when you can. Though again,
1: very one-dimensional players, particularly Terrence Ross. Like, no. yes, he can, he can, he can score forty on his night, but God, he brings nothing on defense. Yeah, it's just sick on defense. Like, you got to do more than that. And I know he's like their spark plug off the bench um, in inverted commas because he hasn't really been, has he? Yeah, no. he no. was but, last year, but yeah, he year. Had, he's had a bad year. But um, I I agree with that. I think they've got so many guys who don't bring anywhere near enough. I'd rather I'd trade four guys who bring who are half-assed and bring in one guy who's fully committed.
0: Yeah, yeah. To be honest. Yep. Yep. Yeah. With you guys, we've ripped through six bottom feeder teams here. Not the most exciting teams within the league, but teams we think there is certainly potential for all of them in the coming years to move forward. Mm. If they listen to the team here at the Daily Dribble, big things ahead. Guys, and as we said, be. let us hear your thoughts where we went right, where we went wrong, what you would do differently with these teams. We love to hear it. Let's move ahead to a speed round of the week that was.
2: Daily dribble.
0: Right, gonna do that in question this in question format, lads. In a speed round, Dot point. i want to ask a couple of questions. You give me the answers. Okay. Is Tatum now worthy of being in the top five in MVP voting? No. 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 Why is that surprising? No. Come Price on, he's he's had a good mark. Let's say top five then, who you got?
2: Uh, at the moment. Joel MB, yep. Nicole Jokic, yep. um Giannis, yep. ja Moran, and yep. probably like DeMar Rose yeah, and like yeah. You still got DeMar some... in there? Who am I missing well, who 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 have you got? Maybe with... Luca. Uh, oh, it- he's
1: made a massive run for it, hasn't Absolutely. he? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would say that. I would say, Lee's. I'd, I'd swap out to Mark for Luca. Just due to the fact that he is on an absolute tear at the moment and his second-best player Spencer Dinwiddie. Enough said. Yeah, uh, um, right on
0: the periphery, though, Tatum, starting to look in there. He's, he's, he's top 10. Uh, yep. He's not top five. He's about go. nine or 10. Right. Cade Cunningham, will he run down Evan Mobley in the Rookie of the Year race?
2: This year, he's no making it, a charge. I tell you what, he's making, he's a making charge. no, no red hot dip. Do you know why? Because Jarrett Allen is injured probably till playoffs, yep. and Mobley is going to take that big man, big man role all on himself. Have oh. you seen
0: the stats Cade's putting up though?
2: Like? Yeah, but not enough.
0: <laughs> not
1: enough. <laughs> Will he nah. make a charge? Um, I think he's capable. I think he's I capable. think he is. I think it's coming right down to the wire. I think it's sort of like, who was it last year? Was it Lamello? And, yeah, and Lamello yeah. and Edwards. Edwards. Yep. I think
0: it's very much like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I mm. think so. I think he's, I tell you what, number one pick, he kind of almost get a little bit of a boost as well. Mobley too. did all the hard work early on. So, Cade's playing catch up. But, mm. you know, another couple of big games here. And, again, that recency bias comes into play a little bit. Yes. So, and look we'll, out there. Right, who gets the fourth seed in the West? At the moment, Dallas are there. Oh no, it's Utah, should I say? No, Dallas. 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 Is Hold it? on, steady okay. on. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> steady on. But yes. the Jazz and the Nuggets closing in. Who gets the number four seed? Um, Who's
2: your pick? Oh,
1: what's their run home? I wonder. Jazz, um,
2: Nuggets, and Dallas. Did yep. you say? Oh, yep. so Jazz are fourth. At no, Jazz are right? fourth, yes. yes. Stick with your guns. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? Um, um, the and question.
0: then the Mavs and Nuggets right behind there. Coming yeah. in like a game or two behind.
1: Well, but. Dallas are on the same amount of wins and losses. Um, I will go with. I think I'd have more faith in Utah. Yep. Despite how good Luke has been, I'd have more faith in Utah to finish fourth.
0: Can the Nuggets make a run if Murray and MPJ? Can, uh, it's um, going to be tough with the amount of games left.
1: Yeah, I'll lock in Utah for that. fourth Utah, spot.
2: Lee. What have you got? Um, I'll I'll lock in Dallas with the run Luke is on right now. Mm. Yeah, I'll
0: yeah. say Dallas as well because damn, mm. he's. He has been on fire. He started the season pretty slowly, but now to have him, you know, arguably top five in MVP, doing it not single-handedly, but to a mm. certain extent, single-handedly, it's mm. been awesome to see.
2: And let me say, I like Spencer Dinwiddie at Dallas. I don't mind it. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not just talking about those two back-to-back game winners yep. either. I like him. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I like. Good. He, I looks, like to, he looks
1: confident. I do like the shit talking because uh, I was very low on him. No, um, I like,
2: I've always like. To
0: be fair, he's redeemed himself. So. And a lot of it can be situation, can't it, it? Sometimes can be, yeah. you just need a clean clean slate <laughs> clean wipe up. the tiles and uh <laughs> go for gold. Last question, fellas. Yep. Best performance this week. I'll give you a few names. I might miss one or two, uh, but cat cat, Kyrie, LeBron, KD, Sadiq Bay. Um uh, I think cats, to be
1: honest. You're giving it to Cat. I'm giving it. Cat Kat was incredible. Kyrie was really good. The oh. efficiency
0: at which Kyrie did it was wicked. I, uh, and to the fact that he had like 41 what? at halftime could have dropped probably 70 if it was a close game. There's so much going on. This. What did LeBron do? I forgot. Uh, he had a,
1: he had back to back 50s. He did. Um, I'll go with Kyrie. He 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 just looked like the best point guard
0: in the league on that yeah. night. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say Kyrie is. Oh, it's hard
1: because
2: did Cat not have 34 points? In the third alone, he did. He though,
0: did. Didn't he? He, he did. Did, though. did he not? Yeah, He's no, not. he did. Close twelve seconds.
2: minutes. I don't even know if he played all twelve minutes, but thirty-four <laughs> in one quarter. <laughs> oh like, yeah, he, he was in
0: beast mode. That's um, cool. I tell you what, this week, crazy like it has been nuts, crazy, mm. crazy. It's mm. much <laughs> madness. Um, it <laughs> <laughs> is the. Uh, do you guys get into the college ball, the NCAA, on at the moment? Did you do a bracket? Oh, uh, yeah. Look, I was talking
1: about this with someone at work today. You just can't do a bracket anymore because you, you're, you sort of lost it before you've started it. Like so Kentucky, second
0: seed, lost to 15th seed, St. Peter's today. Nah. Come on. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: What is it? Like I, I need to – I saw it, but the, uh, the actual odds of picking the correct bracket all the way through, it's like it is just off the no absolute chance. dial. It's like impossible yep. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. we, we, no, because we missed the boat now. Next year we're going to do it. I'm going to actually
2: have a bit of a, bit of a study – Yes. And actually try and pick the bracket. So, what was your question regarding our uh, biggest, <laughs> biggest performance this it. week?
0: Biggest scoring performance, best one. Uh,
2: yeah, d- didn't we all name them? What's your next question? <laughs> I said that was the last question.
1: Oh, I thought you
0: were. give me a yeah, go. go, mate.
2: God. I'll Tension's make sure to have high. some more questions next week, yeah.
0: <laughs> guys. I enjoyed those. Wait, I'll, I'll make sure to do it again next yeah, week, I like,
2: week. I like that format of um, rattling off what's happening. Look
0: at that, then. We're there then. Beautiful, love it. Guys, it has been a massive week. We've loved being back. The ambience in the room's a little different. Let us know what you think of the nighttime podcast, how you like the uh, the lighting situation and whatnot.
2: Someone have... came across us on, like, if this was our thumbnail, they'd think the YouTube video is like a horror story. Yeah, yeah, it's like yes. ghost stories. Spooky right now, isn't stories. Isn't how have you guys found the nighttime
0: shift? You feeling all
2: right? Oh, I'm surprisingly, surprisingly held up.
0: The energy, to be honest, as we we're talking, like, oh, you know, nighttime, it's getting late. Mm thought the energy was going to be a bit flat, but I'm pretty happy with how this one's turned it's, out. It's hotter than ever, yeah, really. No, we, we love it. It's been, it's it's been a, a good moon. episode. Guys, stay tuned. All of our socials, lots of news coming from the NBA, NBL, the playoffs just around the corner. Like, subscribe, do all that great stuff wherever you listen to the show. A lot to look forward to in the coming weeks, fellas. We're yeah. going to have, be back next week. A lot of energy, big show, and we can't wait, can we? We can't. Obviously. We can't. Tell me how much we can't wait. <laughs> I,
1: oh, mate, we we can't wait every single week. But there you have it, go. guys.
0: Till next week. Love Sh- you, bye. <laughs> man. Oh, Thank you. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> to be honest, I keep thinking that's a little bit longer.